1: Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Jeffrey Besseker. He's a soulful business and entrepreneur coach. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Hi Roland, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's great to have a chance to sit down and talk with
1: you. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today?
0: Uh, about 20 years ago, uh, started out in brand development in graphic design i've kind of worked my way through that course a lot of different up and down changes uh, along that path discovered that i was not cut out to be an average punch the clock joe <laughs> uh, worked my way in through the music industry as a artist development uh, manager brand and identity development specialist uh, doing everything from uh, album packaging design and eventually kind of moving into doing overall career development Um, everything from doing social media development with new clients and new artists to eventually as I kind of got drawn into that teaching artists how to structure their business, structure their touring. And that led eventually to helping book and promote artists actual tour scheduling and a number of other different areas, you know, reaching on into doing uh, touring merchandise, developing merchandising lines. Uh, You know, artists were struggling with trying to make money. Uh, You know, a lot of them typically come in Uh, You know, back in the the 2000s, especially when I was jumping into it, uh, before more of the DIY movement has kind of taken gravity, they were, you know, struggling to figure out typical how to make ends meet and how to negotiate that big jump from playing the local circuit, local bars to becoming a functioning business artist, you know, beyond even just looking at signing with record labels. And that was kind of the typical path. Of figuring out how to sign with a record label, Um, you know, so jumped into that for a number of years. I have six to eight, about eight years worth of helping artists develop. uh, You know, coming up with a complete, comprehensive business plan. Uh, You know, with kind of a, a complete new shift in thinking for a lot of them to look at it not as I'm playing music how do I make money from it to I am a business how do I structure this with a comprehensive business plan
1: no that's great I think that's obviously still super important in 2020 and then with everything in terms of advancements in uh, social media and other distribution platforms I think music is a great example of kind of do-it-yourself also and I think it's important obviously with everything going on in the world now to have the ability to
0: kind of uh
1: dictate your own destiny especially online
0: sure sure and uh you know i think it's kind of been a growth model for business in general where you know people with the introduction of internet exposure and being able to connect and link uh, you know it's it's really shifted the way people function as a business and to the point where, you know, that kind of, I ran my course with that teaching artist, and they figured out, Hey, I don't need this other guy now to teach me how to run my business because, you know, they grew and kind of followed along with the times uh, as a result of that. I, you know, was kind of bumped around into things had decided I was going to try to pursue my passion as a cook and a chef uh, completely self-taught, but had worked through my branding endeavors over the year with over the years with uh, a number of hospitality businesses, restaurateurs, uh, you know, people in the catering business, and you know, had had a lifelong love of of cooking. <laughs> I'm I'm an adventurer, so I decided, well, I'm going to embrace this next new adventure and dive into learning how to become a restaurateur little did I know that uh you know now eight years on from having made that decision and going through the course of that uh probably the biggest godsend was having that adventure kind of take its course before all of this upheavals happen. um you know I got in and uh fortunate had a uh, a partner of mine a buddy of mine reach out he was looking to uh transition from a uh, food truck operation he was doing and had a real nice turnkey opportunity for us to jump in and along with my now fiance who i've been with for 10 years we uh jumped in and decided to partner up with him and, and made our run at building into the restaurant business and becoming restaurateurs. Uh, quite an adventure there. I was all over the map, <laughs> much like much, much of my journey. You know, I, I always seem to bite off a little bit more than what, uh, most people will choose and then get to the gist of figuring things out. And, uh, the process of that, you know, it's kind of forced me to adapt and grow and, uh, look at things from a lot of different unique angles and pretty much become uh, a problem solver out of necessity.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the restaurant uh, business is obviously a brutal business. I think most restaurants fail in kind of the Ooh, first yeah. year. And yeah. it's tough in terms of scaling and having a concept. And obviously, sometimes even if the food's good, everything else is good, something may not work in terms of a location or obviously logistically mm. so i mean it's i think one of the hardest kind of endeavors oh yeah uh, one undertakes yeah.
0: definitely uh you know it's probably one of the highest mortality rated businesses there are out there <laughs> and never be it for me to back off from a challenge i decided to make that go um you know it's also one of the challenging more challenging in generating income and, and keeping a positive growth going under normal circumstances uh you know i think even more so now we've seen the the, the fall off of that being that you know that's one of the first first things that's went through all of this coronavirus epidemic and it's going to be a monumental thing for a lot of a lot of businesses just to survive and stay afloat while they're in kind of a holding pattern. I mean, I can relate to that through our journey. We lost a building lease, you know, the building owner decided that they were going to transition out of building ownership and dissolving partnerships with another entity and kind of left us without a location, kind of in that that same mode where you've got all of the circumstances to run and be profitable, grow. And you're just kind of in a waiting pattern. Where do we restart? Uh, Eventually, we decided to let go of that venture because it did become such a monumental task to try to relocate a building, start from square one. We had two or three other businesses going at the time and just said, hey, you know, this is time to count losses and focus on what's already working. Um, You know, sometimes that's the hardest thing to do is know when, You've got a, a number of opportunities and which opportunity is the right road to take. And it ended up, you know, here we are three years down the road and heaven forbid, you know, he made the right choice on that instead of going down and, and you know, trying to dive back into that endeavor. And we would have been back here to the same square three years later where everything's kind of shut down. So, yeah, you know, thanking thanking my blessings for that
1: yeah it's that's, that's
0: pretty crazy. So what motivates you to succeed currently? Currently, I I went through a soul-searching period after closing that restaurant down, uh, kind of going back to that that square one mentality where you know, I had worked through, you know, all of my college education was in marketing and brand design. and you know building through, oh geez, looking back at least, Two or three other recessionary downturns working in that industry where every time it was a retool, um, you know, it's, it's trying to figure out what's pushing you alone to motivate and, and grow above it and uh, creatively problem solve that to, to keep marching on. Uh, you know, through all of my experiences, I've had my back pushed against the wall to try to figure out, you know, which end is up. Some of my own doing, some of it, uh, being normal economic cycles, some of it just being the nature of the beast and the nature of business and through all those ups and downs what i've figured out is uh you know i've always always been a good at trying to figure out how to overcome those large challenges the big picture challenges of just staying alive and you know learning to keep afloat and then also trying to reach out to others in those experiences and saying hey you know you've you've kind of backed yourself in a corner or been put in a position here where you know you got to be brave and kind of soldier on and and you know i've had it put on my heart all those times that it was my kind of quest to reach out to others and be that resource for a you know a a strength to lean on and then becoming uh something that could kind of rest assured that hey this guy's kind of been there done that and being able to kind of help them work through that process of having the challenge to grow past
1: yeah it's it's often uh tough in terms of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs to have that kind of tough skin and and be able to pivot so what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today
0: I think the biggest, biggest weakness I've had to overcome is just realizing my own humanness. (laughs) You know, I, I always kind of approach things as, you know, with that Superman mentality that I'm going to dive in this and figure out. And sometimes that can be your biggest downfall is, is not realizing that sometimes it's okay to fail, you know, uh, no matter what's thrown at you. Sometimes it's okay to not have that big dream come together and then, go back and have to reevaluate it in some way Uh, you know i I think that that was the biggest challenge for me to grow past was to realize that just because you bite off that big dream it's not always going to happen
1: yeah I, i agree i think the variables have to align and even if you may be the best at something it doesn't mean you're guaranteed success so and like you said Failing gets you to you know, success. You can't yeah. succeed without failing. I mean, you have those flukes where everything is kind of aligns and you meet the right people or things get handed to you and it happens, but most things are learning experiences. You pivot, you take something out of it. If you did fail and utilize it to build up the next thing that you uh,
0: you tackle in life. True, true. Uh, you know, everything is, is a day-to-day basis. We count our blessings for the days we have. Um, you know, we can't get caught up in that that cycle of anxiety where we're too focused on the future. You know, I think life is is really important to kind of focus on the moment and appreciate what is good. And, you know, if if you're throwing that curveball, you just kind of learn to, to jump on the horse and ride and uh, soldier your way through it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree. I think one of the most important qualities in an entrepreneur or anyone trying to tackle anything is self-awareness and having emotional IQ. I think those two things paired together really gets you a lot further than, I mean, I think anything I you know hire an individual or deal with someone, if they have the will to learn something, they'll learn it. Knowledge can always be learned, but kind of those soft skills don't necessarily, you know, transcend and some of them can't necessarily
0: be taught to a certain extent. True, true. There's so much truth in that, Uh, you know, from my experience, I think, you know, even my own, even watching my own fobbles, uh, you know, dealing with those soft skills and realizing that uh, you hire people because of your belief in their skills and their ability has to be your, your greatest driving force.
1: Yeah, I agree. Double down, uh, doubling down on your strengths and then surrounding yourself with the experts that basically cover your weaknesses.
0: Yes. Yes. You know, and that's, that's kind of a hard thing to do when you're, you're kind of giving birth to your baby, so to speak. And it's, it's hard to be that parent that uh, has faith in, in that child growing to where it needs to grow. And that, you know, that counts for building teams. It counts for uh, trusting employees. It counts for trusting yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, what's one piece of advice you have for the audience,
0: personal or professional? One piece of advice: humble yourself. Uh, you know, learn to be yourself and accept yourself, and uh, learn to love yourself more than anything. That's that's a hard thing for us all to do, and it's it's one of those soft skills that. Uh, is a little more touchy-feely in, in a business world where people, you know, feel like they have to put up the tough front. It's it's hard to to kind of let your guard down and just be who you are and, and be accepting and open and let the universe flow through you. So <laughs> I'd say yeah. just, you know, learn, learn to flow with things and be who you are. Yeah, I agree. And I
1: think uh, if you don't humble yourself, something will come along that will humble you.
0: Yes, sir. And I can speak truth to that. <laughs> I can speak truth to that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, oftentimes there's young entrepreneurs or people that haven't necessarily experienced, uh, you know, shortcomings or different, you know, traumatic or painful experiences in business and in life. So if you're going through a, you know, great period, obviously globally, we have this crazy uh, adjustment in terms of life and what's going on, but you may be doing great in business and it looks like family and stuff and friends are on the same level. I think you should prepare in good times and be ready for when something comes along because if you're not ready, it's gonna to be tough in terms of staying focused to get through a, a certain traumatic event or a hard period of your life.
0: Yes, yeah, so much truth in that. Uh, you know, everything's day to day and you never know what's gonna be around that corner. You can never be too prepared and even though you are too prepared, sometimes you are throwing those curveballs and that's where you just kind of have to double down on what you know and go with kind of where you're being drawn in life.
1: I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you?
0: Thank you. Yes. Uh, you can find me at lightinside.com us as in us for the podcast and you can find me at jeffreybsecker.com to connect with me and hopefully be guided somewhere where you discover your light awesome thanks again for stopping by thank you thanks for having me and it's been a pleasure